WCS has anything coming up. Not until September for WCS Montreal. Goodness. Yeah, man. It was GSL versus the world. There were no WCS events in August. Hmm. Which I guess isn't weird, but... Maybe it is weird. Hmm. <laughs> uh, I was just looking on Reddit, and apparently the Blizzard customer support Twitter was having some interesting tweets. So yeah. basically, there was a known issue where one of the like the first quest you get when the I got when the like the expansion went live, um, you reward you with an amulet called the Heart of Azeroth, and someone someone okay. replied with, "How about you f uh, try and fix the issues that stop people from logging in, and stop worrying about the people who have already logged in," and the re Twitter just replied, "Why not both? You realize we have teams of people working on this, right?" And the, the, the specialties allow them to address uh, different types of issues. It's not one person in a, with a wrench in a server room. <laughs> Are you sure? Are you positive? Well, I found her on Reddit, so now I'm immediately going to Twitter to find out. Excellent. Which is weird, because I actually just had this Twitter page open. Because I, I was getting like logged out and stuff. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> yeah, when you said I didn't even have to log out, I was like, Are you sure? No, no, no. I, I did not log out for like two and a half hours. I was I was playing hmm. for like half an hour, just like running around in circles in Dalaran, fishing out coins from the fountain, and then yeah, I, at like four minutes to eight, I was like, oh, you've got a quest, go find Magni Bronze Bit in Silithus, and then I played for like two hours, and then I uh, stopped, had some lunch, came back and played for like another hour, and then I was like, oh, there's a new update that you have to download. Did it kick you out? No, it just um, like. I was trying to do a quest, and then it would be like, oh, you've lost connection. And then I'd log back in, and I'd be like, oh, you've lost connection again. So, kind of, but it was <laughs> letting me log back in. So That's weird. Hmm. All right. Oh, nope, it's real. I guess we could talk about... I found it. I found the thread. Okay, I believe you. Okay, you don't, you don't care. Okay. No, go ahead. I linked you to people getting stuck on the unicorn that we used at our vacation. Oh, nice. <laughs> like, the sheriff had to rescue them. <laughs> what is he throwing them? Uh, just like a line they can grab onto. Uh, okay. How did they get stuck? They had a paddle. Uh, they're in gross water. Can you yeah, see that? Yeah, I can kind of see that. Also, it's a little difficult to paddle because the sides are so high. Yeah. You really kind of have to lean off the edge and then paddle. There's not a lot of, like, center mass work right. there. Right. Okay. I guess I'll give your kids some more credit for not needing a sheriff to come out and save them. No, just yep. their dad. Por que no los dos? You realize we have teams of people <laughs> working on multiple things, eh? <laughs> Kind of snarky, Blizzard CS. Guess it's been a long couple of days, though. <laughs> it's spicy. I like it. <laughs> yeah. I wish I could have an in-game issue. <laughs> we wish you could, too. Wait, no. This is a complicated emotion, Ray. <laughs> yep. Whoever was running this might have had a discussion with their boss at some point. It's possible. It's possible. I don't know. I always thought it'd be fun to be, like, the social media person for a company. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, if you do it right, you're basically... Wendy's. Have we talked about the Wendy's social media person? Uh, I don't think we have. So the person who runs the Wendy's Twitter and the Wendy's Facebook is really good at their job. Okay. Like, of all the corporate accounts that are on social media, I think Wendy's wins. Okay. Uh, either they're starting feuds with McDonald's or they're doing interesting, weird little tie-ins to, like, video games and movies that are coming out with their food. Mm. I just I feel like there's a lot of work that's been put in behind it, is all. Okay. 
Although it lo I'm looking, I just realized I haven't really heard of a Wendy's feud with anybody for a while. And I wonder if their bosses were like, stop fighting with other restaurants <laughs> because, or maybe they got somebody else. I don't know. But for a while there, it was amazing. Here, let me find you a list of amazing things that Wendy's Twitter has done. Boardpanda.com is a good resource for this. <laughs> <laughs> this first one is so good. This is just feuding with random people on Twitter, not feuding with other companies. I'm just looking at Wendy's uh, like tweets and replies, and someone named Zach tweeted them. It says, Mom, on the Wendy's logo, do I win free food for life now? Wendy's just replied, it means we can get to tell you to go clean your room, space. Go clean your room. <laughs> with a nice little zinger there at the end. If you reply, I will buy the whole Wendy's menu right now. Prove it, says Wendy's. Like, literally, the same minute. Like just sitting there staring at Twitter going, ooh, someone tweeted at us, go. Depending on how big, like how many incoming tweets they get, they probably have multiple people, so it really doesn't surprise me. Ooh, multiple people with smart abilities to run this stuff? Mm. Thanks for sharing your baby <laughs> pictures. Why y'all like this? We tried to keep it friendly, but we aren't here to get trashed by someone. <laughs> Got a good point. <laughs> And there's a McDonald's Wendy's feud. We've announced by mid-2018 all quarter pounder burgers and the majority of our restaurants will be cooked with fresh beef. Wendy's responds, so you'll still use frozen beef in most of your burgers in all of your restaurants? Just asking for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> it's great because they're calling them out on what is essentially uh, them announcing that some of their meat will still be frozen. Yeah, or that it's been totally frozen until this point. So thanks for making that clear. Yeah. <laughs> I want Wendy's, but my girlfriend wants McDonald's. What do I do? There are plenty of fish in the sea, says Wendy's. <laughs> I like this response, but Wendy's doesn't serve fish. <laughs> I'm not a big Twitter person. If you follow me on Twitter, you might have noticed I'm not huge out there. But if I was clever, man, I'd be on Twitter all the time. This is amazing. <laughs> oh, this is great. Quality stuff. McDonald's tweets out some weird broken tweet about black friday mm. and then wendy's responds when the tweets are as broken as the ice cream machine now that's something i've been to mcdonald's i'd say a bunch in my life and i can think of one single time they were like sorry the ice cream machine is broken and this was a time i'd ordered on the app mm. and ordered a mcflurry and got, after i got in there and paid for it they were like oh uh, yeah we can't make that and i was like but <laughs> you charged me you owe me a mcflurry yes and the lady was like we just take like a couple pies or some cookies or something. And I was like, fine. I'm not happy about it. <laughs> I've been like, no, large thick shake. Yeah. No, they couldn't do that either. I don't think it was all the same thing. Well, I mean, the thick shake isn't used in the, like the soft serve machine. Those are two different machines, right? Uh, the, th oh no, I, we're talking past each other. The thick shake is Wendy's. The McFlurry's McDonald's. Yeah. No, McDonald's do thick shakes. I don't do Frosties. Not fro God damn, we're going back in. <laughs> <laughs> I know! I told you. Didn't we establish that a thick shake is a Frosty? No. That's where we did that. No, we established that Frosties are something you eat with a spoon, which just makes yes. it an ice cream. We're not going back. We are not going back. But a thick shake you drink with a straw. Yes. It's a shake. Look, I get it. It's a weird regional US thing where we call things shakes, even though you eat them with a spoon, 100%. I get it. It's weird. I'm owning it. Uh -huh. It's entirely your fault. Okay, so yes. So McDonald's milkshakes do not come out of the same machine that the McFlurries do and the soft serve ice cream. Yes. Okay, well, next time I will ask for a shake instead. Thank you for the protest. I think I've been, I don't know, 
to McDonald's several times in my life, and several of those times the ice cream machine has been broken. See, that's the thing. That seems like everybody else's experience is that you go and you want the ice cream, and they're like, screw you, it's busted. I'm like, what are you doing to the ice cream machine? It's broken, but I don't often want the ice cream. But someone you're with does, because yeah. how else would you know? Yes. Yeah, okay. or, or I overhear another customer asking for it, yeah. 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 I'll just buy my... I'm going to order Macca's right now off Uber Eats, and it's going to get here in like an hour. What's the extra charge for it to get there? Uh, okay, so Uber Eats is strange because I know that their prices for McDonald's stuff is already inflated. Like, if I go into a store, it's not what it says on the website. And I think there's a $5 oh. delivery fee. So the food itself is inflated, and then there's a delivery fee on yeah, top of it. like the hash brown mm. to get it through Uber Eats is $2.45. Holy crap. Yeah. Wait, it is Australia. What's it normally? Uh, a dollar. A dollar. Okay. Yeah, that's it, disgusting. It might be a dollar fifty. Boo, Uber Eats. Do you have any other competitors? Uh, yes, but none that do McDonald's. And the delivery fee is mm. five ninety five. No matter what you get. What if you get like $100 worth of food? Then you pay five ninety nine in delivery fees. Except you're likely to get something missing because, well. Because <laughs> it's $100 worth of food in one person. Yeah. Yeah. Reasonable. Yeah, I ordered uh, Wendy's from... Was it DoorDash? I think it was DoorDash, a competitor to Uber Eats. Mm. And it took them over an hour. So this is, again, your complaint. And it was like two hamburgers and an order of fries. It wasn't even a big thing. Hmm. And I said, you know what? No, this is not worth it. I'm paying a delivery fee and an inflated food fee for something that is an extra hour of time. And I'm lazy and I don't want to drive down to the street to McDonald's. <laughs> but man... I'm not that lazy. Next time I'm putting on my shoes and getting in the car for 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Uber Eats is actually probably one of the quicker ways to get food delivered. Um, oh, goodness. <laughs> it's it's honestly not that bad. Like, if I want Macca's, it'll be here in about half an hour at the latest. At the latest. All right? Oh, you said an hour. You said it'll get here in an hour. Yeah, that's because I'm looking at the estimated times that they give me for right now. Oh, got it. It's a busy time. Yeah, okay. when I get it, it, like, I'm not eating food at one o'clock in the afternoon often. If I am, it's no. like, a, I don't know, muffin. You're eating at three in the morning. Yes. I had uh, yeah. two meat pies and an iced coffee at three in the morning today. It was pretty good. Delivery time, 45 seconds. No, I had to walk because nobody delivers at three o'clock in the morning. Oh, right. Uber Eats isn't 24 hours? <laughs> uh, it might be. The restaurants aren't. Mm. It's not Uber Eats' fault. The, one of the competitors' menu log that I use, they have different uh, restaurants, obviously, but they are much longer. Me and my friend, I'd be like, oh, hey, you hungry? You want, like, a chicken snack pack? And he'd be like, yeah, sure. And it would be, like, an hour and a half. Legit an hour and a half. For, yep, that sucks. For, like, a, a bowl with hot chips, oh, uh, steak fries, my apologies, and some shaved Thank kebabbed you. meat. That's called a chicken snack pack? Yeah, well... Uh, you can, I get it with chicken. He gets it with beef, but yeah. Is it called a beef snack pack? Yeah, well, you just call it a snack pack, and if you want chicken or beef, a chicken or beef snack pack. Chicken snack pack, beef snack pack. Or you can get it mixed, right. and that's called a mixed snack pack. Sounds reasonable. Mm-hmm. Sounds pretty good. I don't think we have anything like that here. Disappointing. It is. Yet another reason not to go to America. Yep, there are oh so many. <laughs> Land of opportunity, my butt. <laughs> That's exactly what they'll say. So anyway, back to the world of Warcraft a little bit. I've just been reading through this thread of people so upset they can't get into the game. It's like, look, 
How many launch days have there been for World of Warcraft? So many, so many big patch days and so many expansion days, especially. Mm -hmm. And every time they die because nobody builds enough infrastructure to handle their busiest time of the two-year period, right? Nobody has enough infrastructure to handle that because it's a waste of money because the rest of the next two years, you're not going to come close to it. Exactly. So, yeah, so you just don't expect anything. Don't. Like, yes, you could you could try to log on and you can try to play, but if you get booted a lot and nothing works, like, don't freak out. It's expected behavior. Yeah, and in three days, you know it's going to be fine anyway. Yeah, exactly. It's like, like, chill, play a different game. I mean, I know the expansion just came out and you're excited, and telling you to chill is yes. no way going to work, but it's not the end of the world. It's not even the end of Azeroth. It's, no, it's not. Well, the other thing is, I remember when the Wrath of the Lich King launched it was huge because every warcraft 3 fan was like i gotta do this one this is arthas and it was bad there were queues to kill uh npcs for quests like people would line up in like 50 people long lines for the respawns for this enemy because it wasn't because it wasn't like it is today where if everyone hits it it all counts correct the first hit gets it and on my server, people were pretty nice to each other, and they were queuing up. I don't know if there's a lot of British people on it or what, but um, <laughs> other server, it was just a free-for-all, especially PvP servers. People would just murder each other at the side of this NPC, and if you just got lucky enough to be alive and be close to the spawn point and tag it first and take it down, you won. But it was so difficult to do. Sounds like a bloodbath. Yeah, it was horrific. That reminds me of... Um... When the division first came out, players couldn't phase through each other, and there was yeah. a laptop that every player had to get on to declare themselves <laughs> as an agent or whatever. And so there was yep. a literal line in every server of players who just couldn't get past each other, slowly walking up <laughs> to a laptop, watching a cutscene, and then moving on. Yeah, and there were people who were griefing and blocking off the entrance to the main yep. uh, the main station, so you couldn't come in or leave. Mm. Ah, good times. I mean, I don't know who programs a multiplayer game in 2018 and doesn't have clipping. Like, come on. Players have to be able to move through each other or garbage happens every single time. And I know it ruins your immersion. I understand that. But if it's PvP, it's multiplayer, people will screw with each other and ruin the whole thing. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Just amazing how many people don't realize that. How about Sea of Thieves? Do you clip through people? Uh, yeah. See, they got it. Good job, guys. Well, I mean, it also—it really doesn't matter there because at most you're playing with four people on the same team, so you and three others. And then at maybe the most I've ever seen is another like four other players on other ships, and everything else is just NPCs. So not as big of a deal as a bunch of PCs running around in the same area at the same time. Yeah, that and you, I like all. Okay, so I started playing after one of the updates come, which closed the shops and just had the shopkeepers like outside for some reason like story reasons sure so you could just walk up to behind people and interact with them you didn't have to go to them standing in front of a counter upgrade sure this is actually an interesting tweet or response to the uh blizzard cs one that says conveniently all the streamers have no issues playing the game right now and i'm like you know what that makes sense it kind of feels like a weird conspiracy theory with no basis but Blizzard doesn't want the people that are huge on Twitch to sit there staring at a login screen for four hours, right? Right. They don't. Yeah, but that hurts their image. Unless there's like some way to prove that, I really—it's just a massive conspiracy theory. 
What if you could prioritize accounts? <sighs> what if you could say these accounts have priority for logging in? Everybody else is just in the mess. Everybody else is just trying and they're all stepping on each other. But these accounts get priority access. They get in and then everybody else behind them needs to work at it. Yeah. That'd be, I think they could do that. They probably could, but at the same time, I'm not famous, and I managed to play for like a solid three hours without any issues. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> so it's just luck is what you're saying. There's no evidence to support the theory, so that's all. It's just suspicious. Mm, is it? Is it? I don't see Ninja playing at the moment, so... Does Ninja play WoW? For, I mean, everyone should play WoW at the launch because it's like instant viewers. Well, except everyone's doing WoW, so... <laughs> right. But, I You're mean, splitting it. I mean, look, Soda Poppin's playing at the moment. Lyric, Shroud, and I'm I'm skipping a bunch. There's someone in Korea whose name I don't get. Yeah, no, I get it. But I've scrolled through Ninja's videos before, his VODs, and he's never played WoW. Right, but I, I think jumping... Now that he's huge, might as well. Yeah, I think a lot of people are playing WoW today because it's like, oh, it's the most anticipated... Uh, like, uh, expansion in three expansions I, yeah, th I think fair. I think it's a great way to get some easy viewers yeah I don't know I still feel like if you're ninja just throwing up Fortnite when everybody else is streaming wow might not be a bad idea okay well World of Warcraft is currently the most viewed game Fortnite being yes. second who, guess who's streaming uh, Fortnite innovation <laughs> no it's nin <laughs> it's a ninja Hey! See? I have a mind for this sort of thing. I know what Ninja's doing. I'm inside his brain. Ninja is streaming with 70,000 viewers as well. Right. What's the highest Warcraft streamer? Uh, 43. <laughs> yeah. See? Yeah. Told you. <laughs> Ninja's yes. smart. Nin Ninja's just super popular. Yes. I don't think you need to be smart after that when it comes to streaming. No. It helps. Nope. But just being super popular will do it. Still not sure about the Drake thing, whether that was chicken and the egg or what. Because I really feel like he, well, probably both. He was pretty big before Drake, and then after that, he just got Supernova. Yeah, probably. Yeah, sounds about right. Anyway, do you have any thoughts on the Battle for Azeroth expansion? Yeah, sort of. But I'm more interested in, like, because I'm, I'm looking at the game sorted by popularity on Twitch. Right. Castlevania right is up there. Wh what? Which Castlevania? Rondo of Blood. Man, the Castlevania games got weird. There's one person streaming it for four and a half thousand viewers. That's insanity. Where? <laughs> Hang on, I'm looking for this thing. It's next to Minecraft and next to Twitch plays. Oh, I see it. All right, so hold on. Castle. Like, I watched somebody speedrun a Castlevania Super Nintendo game that was like, I don't recognize any of this as being Castlevania. Mm. Not what I expect it to be anyway. So Rondo of Blood came out in um, 1993. <laughs> what is going on? Yep. This streamer just has to be big, right? Vine Source? I have no idea, but he is partnered. So he's moderately big. I'm trying to look through his VODs. It's literally just Castlevania <laughs> Rondo. Huh. Has 300,000-ish followers. He does. And this only goes back... Hang on. Can I pull up like a whole... Big old huge VOD list that goes back forever. Now, this only goes no. back to August 7th. Yeah, yeah. They only hold a month's worth of VODs. So he could have been doing this for a long time with different games. Yeah, he's been playing WWE 2K14. 
Mario okay. Kart 7, The Wolf Among Us, great game. Pokemon, red and blue, that's great. Mm-hmm. All right. So basically, he's just someone who has a following that will follow him to whatever. Yeah. And he's having a lot of success with uh, the Castlevania, so it's going to roll with it. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. That's amazing, though. 1993 Nintendo. Mm. Wait, 93 is Super Nintendo, right? I have no idea. It is. I was only just born in 1993. Yeah. SNES. I mean, Castlevania has more viewers than StarCraft 2 does right now. Hmm. Oh, this is weird. Uh, yes. Battle for Azeroth, like World of Warcraft, has its own Twitch game, under, like game under, in the directory. That's stupid. So that's splitting the numbers. Well, it's only 3,000, 3,500. Uh, the other one has oh, okay. 320. It's so weird, though, that it would do that. Well, it just depends on what you put into the search bar, right? Or when you add your game of what you're streaming. Yeah. And the most popular one is an 80, 80 people watching it right now from somebody named iHosty. Yes. Uh, we were talking about your experience in the Battle for Azeroth. Okay. It, it seems a little strange, the events that they had leading up to Battle for Azeroth, and then the first thing they have you do. So the events... Okay. Le- so th- go. No, you go ahead. The events leading up to, continue. Sylvanas burns Teldrassil. And then mm-hmm. you tr- do go to like the siege of Lordaeron and try and take that back, and she basically blights the entire thing. Yeah, kills yeah. her own peoples. Yeah, and then Jaina turns up with a ship. She cannons all the things. Uh, so basically, the king sends you and Jaina by yourselves on her boat to Colteris, where she's immediately arrested and you're both thrown in jail. Nice. Yeah, and then you—I haven't seen her again for like four hours. Hmm. Yeah. Cold Terrace. I forgot those guys existed. I mean, that's a Warcraft 2 callback, man. That is long times. I then started, like, just wandering around, pretty much. I was like, it does the Legion thing where you get to pick one of three areas that you want to go to first. It's like, where do you want to investigate yeah. first? Yeah. They're really big on player choice. Yes. And I was like, hmm, let's go here while walking over there. I was like, ah, oh, here's a quest. Like, the first just off-the-beaten-path quest that you can find which is still in, like, the main city, had me go to a different place. So I was like, all right, I guess I'm going here first. Hmm. It's kind of got you running around a little bit. Uh, a little. I did a couple quests there and was like, all right, I want to go back over to there now. I want to actually go over to there. Yeah. And it uh, seems like everywhere has a witch problem. Like... <laughs> what? Yeah. All the quests have kind of been monsters arising, and it always just ends up being a witch. <laughs> oh, the cows have gone missing. Let me guess. Witch. Yeah, or... Someone turned my workers into pigs. It was a witch. Witch. I, I don't know enough about Warcraft lore, but witch just feels like mage. It just feels like a dirty mage. Right. How do you define someone as being a witch? Um, I think mages went to school. Hmm. Okay. I think that's what it is. I think they were officially trained. Witches are kind of just like they have magical aptitude and they just kind of do their own thing. Okay. Also, I am struggling hard to remember how many witches exist in the Warcraft universe at all to this point that I've played. And I can remember like one in Theramore mm. and I'm struggling to come up with another example. Yeah, even the quest I'm currently on now, someone's being accused of being a witch and I have to... Apparently there's an odd tradition where the, the witch, the accused witch, gets to set the terms of how she's tested to be a witch. That seems like a loophole. Mm-hmm. It sure does. Is it- is it from an existing list, or do they just make it up? The accused witch has you talk to the village people and find out what they think 
can prove someone is a witch, and then it specifically has you test against those. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, apparently, witches in Azeroth cannot cry. Sure. They can't throw up, and blood flies do not bite. Hmm. All things I imagine a witch could do. Yeah, with magic. Yes. So, I tested her, and then the executioner was like, I don't care. So, Wait, uh, what was the result? The result was everyone now thinks she's not a witch, but he's like, yeah, but there's still some like witchcraft going on, so unless we've got a better person to blame, you know. We're just going to take her head right off. Pretty much. Well, hang on. Oh, yes, of course. Mm-hmm. More civilized. Yes, indeed. Speaking of civilized, everyone has like a vaguely British accent in this expansion. But even characters that didn't have it before? <laughs> no, all the new people in Kul Terrace. Ah, right. They're all British, of course. Yeah, and like, so every time you walk by, you know how they have like just flavor text and like voice lines that like hundreds of characters will share? That's all when you just like accidentally click on them or walk too close to them. Yep. It's always like, how about a spot of tea? Ugh, over and over, huh? Or as someone's giving you a quest, you mind your business and I'll mind mine. <laughs> In a British accent. Yes. That is one complaint I had about The Witcher. Like, The Witcher, amazing writing, amazing voice acting across the whole thing, but by golly, there were like 10 different lines the village people would say as you walked past them, and it got so repetitive. <laughs> they could have like 55,000 lines of dialogue. You're going to walk past those people more than 55,000 times, and it's going to feel repetitive. Okay, then make 200,000 lines. That's all I'm asking. It's not too much. <laughs> That's a lot more paid voice actors. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how they afforded the paid voice actors they use in the first place. I mean, I f seriously have thought about this before. I'm like, how did they get this much voice acting talent? How did they afford to pay these people for this many lines? It's just the uh, interns they have at the studio. Yeah. It's like maybe the economy in Poland is terrible. And it just, <laughs> they put up posters and people are like, yeah, I'll do that for five bucks. It's uh, funny. So with The Witcher, though, I just kind of feel like now especially, they have a huge fan base. Like The Witcher 3 was fairly universally praised. Mm. I almost feel like what they should do is kind of crowdsource it. Okay. Because I don't know. I honestly feel like I'd be willing to do some voice acting for them just to change, just to increase the number of lines that random townspeople have in the next Witcher game. Okay. Crowdsourcing voice acting is a great way to get a lot of uneven voice acting, I think. Yeah. Uh -huh. So you get right. So you get a whole bunch of it. You toss out the garbage and you move on. Okay. You need someone to screen the garbage. Yes. You then need to pay someone to implement it, assign it to appropriate characters and appropriate roles, and then the tags That's that trigger. Happening. Right. But right. you you just want to double that. Okay. So let's say we yes. pay a dev team of six people, you know, three oh. weeks of salary to do it, and you want to just double it. <laughs> not a dev team devs not doing that i'd call them part of the dev team the part of the development of the game okay but they're not coding they're not no, writing I'm, lines I'm not, of code i'm not saying coders i'm just saying developers developers right. developers 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 do you get that reference no i do steve Ballmer. Yeah. yes well how would i not get that reference <laughs> i guarantee you there were like 15 people right now listening who did not get that reference okay like, here's my thing what year do you think that happened what area? What oh, year? I uh, couldn't tell you. 2000. Yeah, 18 years ago. Yeah, so how old were you in 2000? Seven, six. Okay, no, six. so you were seven years old when this happened. Uh -huh. My point is, you're aware of it because it's a meme. Because it's been memeified across the entire internet. And I guarantee more people recognize developers, 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 developers than you think. 
I I only know of developers, 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 developers <laughs> because of one place. I only, I've never seen it memed anywhere else. I've only ever heard it on one other podcast, and I had to go and look up like what the hell are they referencing? What was it? Seriously, the one, the one Rooster Teeth podcast. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. No, I've seen it. I've seen it all over the place. Mm. It's not as popular now as it was, I don't know, five or six years ago. Googled Steve Ballmer and the first autocomplete is developers. <laughs> <laughs> I swear he snorted cocaine before he went on those <laughs> presentations. I swear he did. For those of you who are confused, Steve Ballmer was a Microsoft employee for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, for a while there, the hype man. He'd show up to Microsoft internal events to get people hyped about the new version of Windows or whatever. Mm-hmm. And man, you have never seen anybody more excited about Windows in your entire life than this guy. It's incredible. Yeah. He's up there. He's sweating buckets. He's dancing around. It's amazing. It, it's a great video. Do you know what Steve Ballmer's up to now? Uh, No, not a clue. <laughs> he bought the Los Angeles Clippers in the NBA. The Clippers. Yep. He owns one of the 30 NBA franchises. He bought the thing for over a billion dollars. Well, on Christmas Eve 2014, the Seattle Times reported that the IRS sued him. Oh, that's not good. No. He seemed to be okay with it because he bought the Clippers a little bit after that and still had a billion or more dollars. Mm. Owned a total compensation of $1.2 million, which included a base salary of 600000 a cash bonus of 600000 the dude. Pocket change. Yeah, dude's got tons of money. Yep. Okay, so sports. Uh, look, game changing. So, oh, okay, was, no, just kidding. It was, it prior. was two, two billion. It was two billion. Yeah. Yeah, two billion dollars yeah. in 2014. Yes, but prior to him being sued. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, as of January 2018, his personal wealth is estimated at 38.7 billion dollars. Hmm. There you go. He dropped out of Stanford University in 1980, got hired by Bill Gates at Microsoft in the same year, became president of Microsoft in 98, and replaced Bill Gates as the CEO in the year 2000. Career guy at Microsoft, and boy, did it work out for him. Yep. You heard the man. Drop out of college, everyone. (laughs) Uh, I mean, if it's right for you, please think about your decisions in life first, and then consider (laughs) dropping out. College isn't for everyone. No, it's not. It is for some people. Yeah, 100%. So the old owner for the Clippers was this super old racist guy who owned a bunch of housing in LA and was known for like racist housing practices and everybody hated him. Okay. So he leaves and we bring in this, this kind of young guy, the Steve Ballmer, uh, Silicon Valley dude. Well, not Silicon Valley because he's from uh, Microsoft, which is in Washington. Mm. But uh, he was younger and he was excited and he had all these ideas and he was on podcasts all the time and he was going to make the Clippers great. And then they haven't really lived up to any of the hype. And I haven't heard anything uh, about Steve for a couple years now. It's been an interesting kind of downturn for him because mm. I was kind of excited. I was like, all right, software guy mm. in charge of a basketball team. That might work out, but no. I think he's going to be okay. I think okay. he's got plenty of money to be okay. Uh, Yeah, 100%. He can throw a ton of money at this team and make it work. In other sporting news, it is fall camp time for college football. And just real quick, I just want to say, I don't pay attention to any of the fall camp reports for college football because every coach is like, we're going to be great. We really like what we saw out there. And regardless, right, regardless of what the truth is, and it's not until they actually step on the field and do things that you can actually know how solid the team is or not. So it's just kind of the time of year that I hear a lot of reports from coaches and about teams and players and I just ignore all of it. It's kind of a weird time of year. Uh-huh. Sorry, I'm still reading these uh, Wendy's tweets. <laughs> 
You're back on Wendy's? I never closed the tab. Oh. Someone tweeted at them, going to In-N-Out, what should I get at Wendy's? And Wendy's just replies with, out. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I'll stop. No, you're fine. See, that's the weird thing. That's the really weird thing is that we don't have any recent examples from the Wendy's. I really feel like somebody in corporate was like, look, you're clever and all, but knock it off or you're fired and someone who can be more professional is coming in. I don't know. I feel like that the Twitter person is like a goldmine for them. Yeah, I think so too. I think it's great. But if you look at the stuff that's been tweeting in the month of August, it's straight up PR. It's just advertising. It's boring advertising. Mm. It's very polished. It's very, you know, 10 people sat in a room for three days to come up with this ad. Yeah, not much we can do about it. Unless you want to tweet at them and ask. I should. Has Wendy's lost its edge? What happened to you? What went wrong? Oh, here's a deep fried meme, though, about Wendy's. Are you familiar with the deep fried memes? It's basically just a meme that is kind of a meme that's a bit surreal. And then they threw it through some terrible, terrible Photoshop filter. Right. And they all look like this. Okay. That looks awful. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay, then. That is deep fried memory. Now you know. It's one of the dumber parts of the internet. And there's a lot of dumb parts of the internet. It sure is. Mm-hmm. I guess in uh, Patreon news, Falcon and I have, Falcon and I, Wade and I, I don't know even what I'm saying anymore. (laughs) Wade and I have decided the next game that we're going to play is going to be Stardew Valley. So Mm. we talked about this and we realized the only thing we know about this game is that it's animated and a lot of people really, really, really like it. So (laughs) it's going to be a journey of exploration for both of us. So if you want to see us work together, possibly you know backstab each other too that is something we like to try to do if possible Mm. then check out the patreon page if you're already a patron for just a dollar a month for either the podcast or the youtube channel you have access to beautiful weekly let's plays from falcon and wade yes we're gonna build ourselves a farm yeah build a farm and i'm gonna put the blight on his crops we're gonna be sharing a farm they're gonna be your crops it still works Still self-satisfied. Sylvanas blighted her own stuff. And your Sylvanas? The paladin? Really? In this situation, yes. Uh-huh. I don't, I don't think you've got it in you. I think you're like Wendy's. You don't, you've lost it. <sighs> How dare you. Come at me, bro. We'll have, to, we'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see what damage can be done. You're the one who always does all the damage. Now, what do you mean by that? I mean, if there is a way for us to hurt each other in a game that we're playing, you're the one who finds it first. Um, then I, That's then all. Say it like, Wade, you're creative. Don't tell me that I'm damaging things all the time. Wouldn't kill you to be nice, would it? You just want me to spin it for you. Get the PR spin going. Yeah, please be my PR. All right, you got it. So then Wade finds really creative ways to blow me up. I've never once. Never once blown me up? No comment. That's what I thought. Somebody go check the game take. <laughs> game take? Game tape. In other news, somebody who lives not that far away from me flew a plane into their house. (laughs) What? Did you see that? I threw it in the Discord, by the way. Link in the show notes probably for the Discord. Where is this? I will find it for you. Yeah, it's in general. but So the details are a little bit sketchy right now. But basically, this dude gets picked up for a domestic disturbance Mm. uh, by the police, gets arrested. He gets released, goes to the airport gets in his plane takes off flies and crashes into the front of his own house Hmm. it's amazing he died obviously i think Uh, two people inside managed to escape without anything without any injuries i think somehow yeah i mean it's a small plane it's not like he's got a learjet that he's crashing into the house right this is a tiny little one or two person 
it's not like the other guy who stole a plane the other day. Yeah. SeaTac. Is it SeaTac? Mm-hmm. It was. It was SeaTac. It was the, uh, is he called a ground worker? Either way, he has baggage. Mm, yeah. Just uh, yep. got in a plane, <laughs> took off. Took off. Took a little joyride, which he's kind of lucky he didn't get shot down, right? Yeah. I mean, what kind of chances are you going to take that he's not going to crash into downtown Seattle? You know what I mean? Right. But if you shoot him down, you guarantee it's going to land somewhere. Yes, exactly. And that's the hard thing. Yeah. And just by letting him uh, fly, he ended up crashing it into an island, I believe, which killed no one but himself. Yeah. I, I don't know, kind of silver lining. Nobody died but him. I mean, in the possible outcomes for dude steals a plane? Yeah. In 2018, that's probably the best one. Uh, I mean, the dude was apparently trying to do barrel rolls and stuff. Like, there's... Or- <laughs> a little bit kidding. kind of Star Fox? I don't know. He did... Like, the the audio tapes were released from his him talking to the uh, air traffic control tower. He was carrying on a conversation. Talking about, like, like hey, if you look over to your uh, left, you'll see not too far off in the distance, there's this runway we, we could get you to land safely there. And he's like, oh, no... They don't like me over there. They got like AA anti-air uh, cannons over there, and they're like, no, they don't have nothing like that. It's a oddly <laughs> wow. casual conversation. Yeah, at, at times, but well, somebody found a video he posted on YouTube. Oh, okay. Um, that was just kind of chill, actually. He posts about how he works at SeaTac and he loads bags, and sometimes the hours are long, and it kind of sucks working in the weather. Mm. But then he says, but the job also allows me to travel and I've been to all these great places. And he posted video clips of him in like Alaska and Ireland and like India and France and stuff. Okay. And it was kind of neat. Hmm. I was like, this guy doesn't seem disturbed at all. You'd think you'd find like a YouTube video from someone who did this and it would be nuts. But no, it seemed like a regular dude. Yep. Let that be a lesson to you. It's Don't not be the crazies that do the crazy stuff every time. Yeah. Or that. Don't be regular. <laughs> well, no. In the released recordings, there was a. The guy did have a line in there. Yes, I guess I'm just like a kind of messed up dude. I just never really realized till now. It's cracked. Yeah. It's kind of split, right? Sometimes somebody does something crazy, and the neighbors and the family go, "We never saw it coming." And the rest of the time, they say, "Yeah, this person was disturbed. We weren't quite sure how to handle it, and apparently we waited too long. Our bad." Yeah. So it's almost like there's no kind of. Uh, Consistency, consistent behavior, and crazy people. Who knew? Who knew? Yeah. Mm. Don't know why, but you just reminded me of a case I heard about. I don't know if this is it because oh, 2009, so maybe 18 year old got charged with uh, killing 19 cats. Whoa! Like just cats around the neighborhood? Yeah. I mean, cats are mass murderers themselves. They kill birds and small animals pretty much consistently. <laughs> I mean, wild cats. Live by do. the sword, die by the sword. <laughs> Live by the claw, die by the wall. Exactly. I think the cats are down with it. Domesticated <laughs> Domesticated cats sometimes kill things. They're not quite the vicious <gasps> animals the wild ones are. No, they do too. The study about how many birds cats kill in the United States was done with domesticated cats. They put little tiny GoPros on them and followed them around all day, and they murdered birds at a ginormous rate. What was the Again, sample these size? Are, these are these are outdoor cats, right? These aren't cats that people don't let outside, obviously, because you can't kill many birds inside. Unless you live in an aviary. Uh, yes, in which case, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, but what was the sample size of that study? Because I'm not saying there aren't domesticated cats that live outdoors and kill like there's no tomorrow. 
right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying, having owned cats my entire life, they rarely killed birds for me. How do you know? You've, I'm not saying they bring them back to you. They just kill them and leave them around or eat them. Why? Because when they when they did kill birds, they did bring them back. But it's a trained behavior that mm. cats can stop. Like, it's anecdotal evidence, yes. But of like a cat that realizes its owner doesn't like being brought in dead cats, it'll start it'll bringing... stop doing it. Yeah, it'll start bringing in dead birds, not dead cats. So, yeah. there are, like, I have two cats here. That they don't get up and run for anything. We're just going to sit here. There are birds everywhere. Whatever. Right. So your cats are lazy bums. Yeah. I'm just, there's, this article here claims that cats that live in the wild or indoor pets allowed to roam outdoors kill from 1.4 billion to as many as 3 billion birds in the continental U.S. each year. Uh-huh. The estimates are much higher than the hundreds of millions of annual bird deaths previously attributed to cats. Uh, okay. I would like to know how they concluded the study. Here, I'll send you a link. The, and also, how many is that per bird? What's that breakdown? Uh, not per bird, per cat. Because it, if it turns out that there's 6 billion bird, uh, cats, I'm going to be very disappointed in their KD. Well, still, that vast number of birds that are murdered is pretty high. So at the end of the article, it says the stu- 21 studies were conducted in the U.S. and Europe, and there's an estimate of 30 million to 80 million cats, um, unowned cats, and 84 million owned cats in the U.S. So total, we're looking at like 160 million cats and 3 billion that kills. Mm. Let's do the math. No, 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 hold on. Mara and his colleagues extrapolated from 21 studies in U.S. and Europe. So it's already, you know... Keep reading. Yeah, yeah. Came up with an estimate of 30 to 80 million of unknown cats. So you're coming to a conclusion of how many birds died in the U.S. based on a study on separate studies, right? It doesn't list what studies they were, how the studies came to their conclusions. No, it does not. Mm-hmm. And it's not even talking about U.S. in some of the studies to find a data point on how many birds die in the U.S. Yes. Hmm. I don't see any real evidence supporting the numbers. Here is a Wikipedia article with sources. A 2013 study of the Smithsonian Cons- Conservation Biology Institute suggested that free-ranging domestic cats are the top human-caused threat to wildlife in the U.S., killing an estimated 1.3 to 4 billion birds and 6.3 to 22 billion mammals annually. That's a big margin of error. It sure is. Okay, fine. Even if it's a billion, that's a huge number. And yeah. here is your scientific document. Okay. Cool. Now give me five minutes to read this. Yep. <laughs> no, that's not happening. Or we can wrap this up. We'll talk about it in the next podcast. How about? I'm just saying, I, there are multiple sources on this. I've seen it in more than one place. I'm not, I just can't assume the numbers are completely pulled out of the air. Cats are mass murderers. There's no question about it. No. Okay. Because you're misusing the word mass. They're serial okay. killers. They're not mass murderers. <laughs> okay. How many do you have to kill for it to be mass? Three or more deaths in a single yeah. moment. Oh, so it's per like incident? Yeah. So if you kill uh. four people, you're a mass murderer. But if you kill one person, then tomorrow you kill another bird, and then another bird, and then another bird, you're a serial killer. Interesting. So if you kill 18 people at one time, you're a mass murderer, but 18 people over a three-month period, you're a serial killer. Yes. I don't see the difference. But that that is the difference. That is your unsore statement. No, okay. Serial killers... <laughs> I'll, start, I'll start Googling. I'll have that in my Google search history. I don't care. It's Australia. No one cares. Serial killers mm. kill over a, a longer period of time with a defined pattern, right? Mm-hmm. Mass murderers commit an act of mass murder, right? Got it. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Serial is like a serial TV show. You get one every week. Got it. Yes, that is the difference. Do you see the difference between binge watching TV and getting one every week? I do. So do you see the difference in mass murdering people and serial killing? I do. So if we're talking about like dictators that have killed a whole lot of people over a long period of time. Serial mass murders. Ah, okay. There we go. That answers that. (laughs) Well done. But yes, cats are super predators. Yeah, I'm not saying cats aren't predators. I never said they weren't. Super predators. Did you guys have lynx in America? Uh, Yeah, I think we do. Because they're essentially a cat. Yeah. They are found in... uh, Okay. North America. Yeah. I mean, they're considering the bobcat a version of the lynx. So yeah, that's North America. Yeah, and Canada. So mostly Alaska and Canada, by the looks of it. Yep. Still technically America. Yes. Does Alaska count as continental U.S.? No. Continental is everything but Alaska and Hawaii. Right. It seems weird because Alaska is still on the North American continent. I get Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Alaska doesn't physically touch the rest of the United States, though. Seems like a weird reason to snub them, but okay. Sorry, guys. You missed out by like three feet of space here where Canada technically owns that part of the beach, but oh well. Three feet? Distance from Alaska to the continental United States? Well, that's not helping at all. The shortest distance from Alaska to the lower 48 United States is about 500 miles. Mm, 500 miles? No. Give me maps. Give me Google Maps. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if you're talking about... Okay. Yeah, I see where I'm getting confused. Okay. Because there's a part of... um, What was I going to say? What's that other state that's near Washington? Like the state of Washington? Mm -hmm. Far northwest, yeah. But there's people who technically live on like a tiny little peninsula that have to travel through Canada to get to the rest of the... Yeah. Oh, you're thinking that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's very different. Man, you know how much we bought Alaska for from Russia? How much? Seven million dollars. Cool. Worth it. Yep, found the point. Totally worth it. I'm going to send you a screenshot. It really is a tiny little point. And I'm going to write Canada on one side. <laughs> I'm, I, I just realized I misspelled Canada. Ooh, how do you misspell Canada? Well, one, I'm not typing. I have to use like the mouse, like pencil and like paint or whatever. So yeah, that's it, weird. Yeah, so I just spelled Canada. So instead of undoing that, I'm just going to save as. This is going in the show notes. You realize that, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. Look at Point Roberts. Yeah. Point Roberts. Yep. Either take a boat and stay in the U.S. or you drive through Canada to get there. Yes. That's really funny. Man, that border is just right along that latitude, isn't it? It's like, this yeah. is where it is. I mean, I feel like Point Roberts, just give it to them, you know? Just give it to Canada. Give it I mean, to them. They're significantly closer to way more Canadians than Americans. Yes. Give them That's, dual citizenship. I wonder if there's like, there's, there's got to be like a border crossing on that one road, doesn't there? <laughs> <laughs> I don't For know. For the six people that live in Point Roberts? You would assume that they do need to check IDs. So. Yeah. No, I'm sure they do. It's a going into a different country. I know it's Canada and the US and they're basically the same thing, but... Even still. Mm, Point Roberts Border Crossing has a Google Complete. There is a uh, House of Customs there. There we go. U.S. Customs and Border Protection Point. Yeah. Oh, when you actually zoom in, there's a a lot more there. That map does not. It shows there being like one road in and out. There's not. There's like, well, okay. It looks like there might actually only be one road in or out purely because it happens to be a border. It looks like when they were building the roads, they clearly designed for them to match up with the Canadian side. 
they just don't. Yeah. yeah, they totally don't. That's interesting. So yeah, Boundary Bay. That's the one thing. And there's roads that look like they should cross over, but uh-uh. No, they just turn and they instead put like a row of buildings there. And then on the other side of the buildings is another road. There's this Roosevelt Way that just goes right along the border. Yeah. All the way across. That's hilarious. There's got to be like a documentary about this place. Sure there is. How many people live here? Wikipedia says population 1,300. That's more than I thought there would be. Yeah. I can't imagine the border crossing's that busy either. Maybe it is. Mm. I mean, not the one going into Point Roberts, but I mean the other one going north oh, yeah. Canada. Yeah. <sighs> well, on that note, I think we're a bit over time. We'll give you some time to edit some things out. I'm sure we'll cut this down to about an hour. <laughs> yes. Excellent. Very good. All right, very good. Well, thank you for joining us for another edition of Falcon and Wade. Do the Falcon Palette an hour. You can check out the merch in the show notes. And until next time, thank you for listening and you take care of yourself.